Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk about evening routine wins. And again, a win is not <laughs> like winning at things. It's not like it's a game. It's not like it's um, doing better than other people. Winning is how you feel in your heart that you feel joyful and satisfied with what has happened. So let's kind of think about the end of the day. And for those who work and for those who work in the home, whatever tasks you are doing, there is this time that we can take to kind of wrap up how our brain is processing everything so that we can start to let it relax. And whether you're working on a computer, whether you're working, um, drawing things or, um, you know, anywhere within the home, how can you start to taper those off to say today is finished and that you can designate a stopping point and possibly it can help people to designate where to start the next day. And I think that's a little part of why, um, I mean, there's, there's different parts to this, but one part is kind of going, well, if I just keep pushing myself, I can do a little bit more and try to finish this up or take another hour. And sometimes it's, when we think of that, it's three hours later and it can be very hard to turn off our brains and then get to bed. So is there a spot that you can say, you know what, this is where I can pause. And sometimes if the next step, the next day is really easy or it's really identifiable or it's like, okay, I know exactly what I'm doing next. Sometimes that's a really great place to stop because it makes your re-entry the next day even easier. (laughs) Like it's like, you know what? I don't have to think too much. I don't have to use a bunch of like brain power and decision-making in how to re-enter my work. Um, and yeah, it can be just really, really good practice to say, okay, tomorrow I am starting on this and I know like the first couple steps, I know like I'm writing about this or I'm writing an email to somebody, or I'm going to tackle this project or I'm going to reorganize this part of my house or just something that's very, very concise and very like, this is what I'm doing. And then creating a ritual of like putting your workspace to bed, whether it's cleaning it off or only having the things out to make that re-entry really easy. Sometimes our spaces are just mid project, right? And we kind of have to be able to close that space down for that time so that we can move on and start our decompressing and um, relaxing for the evening. So thinking about, well, what does that mean to you? So I I even had a client who, um, she had a lamp that she put this cute little sticker on and it was kind of a touch lamp. And when she touched that sticker bottom part there on the lamp, it said, snailed it, like nailed it. (laughs) And she was then able to visually process the light turning out and going, that is the end of my day. And 
it symbolizes putting things away and I am done in that space. So thinking about how can we like say goodnight to our space, say goodbye to our space just for temporary. It's kind of like if you had a office that you were leaving and how would you like wrap up and <laughs> put your desk in order and leave that space. If you work at home, it can be really hard to separate yourself from that space because it's like right there. And I know because my workspaces are so close to my living spaces, but I have to step away and say that space is no longer being used. So what does that wind down ritual look like? Um, is it cleaning it? Do you actually, you know, take a spray bottle and actually clean it all off because sometimes it can be really messy with artist supplies. Is it, you know, just need to have stuff put away? Does it need things being labeled? Does it need, you know, a quick look at your um, planner or journal or something? So thinking about that, if it's your computer, how can you set it up so that you're receiving less blue light into your eyes, especially, you know, as you're winding down with your ritual and then closing it up so that your brain isn't receiving that blue light because that is a symbol, that is a sensory, um, that wavelength of light wakes pe pe people up, just whether it's you or me, it wakes up our brains. So, after you've done that, then what's next? Have you formed a routine that you progress throughout the rest of the evening? And if you're working night shift, you can just rotate this whole routine, any kind of routine to start at any hour of the day. And it can be a lot harder um, if you are trying to get to sleep during daylight hours, but you can create an atmosphere in your room that makes it darker, that's not allowing the light in, that um, has the same kind of triggers and same kind of feelings, sensory feelings that help the brain turn off and turn into sleep mode. So also thinking about like, okay, are the next part of your evening rituals making dinner? Is it watching a show? Is it, um, you know, taking a hot bath? Is it having lighting candles around? Is it, um, you know, creating this comfortable space so that your mind gets to wind down? Sometimes the mind just wants to be distracted for a little bit. So we may watch types of things that are totally separate from our day-to-day -day lives, meaning sometimes they might be a mystery or um, some kind of show that just really is far away from your life as possible because it's that kind of like, I'm going to live in a different world for a little while and let my brain just not think about work, not think about constantly cleaning the house, not thinking about any of those things. So whether it's adventure, whether it's reality TV, whatever it is, making sure that it brings you joy and that it brings your brain maybe some thinking, some puzzling over things. That's why I love 
um, mystery type shows of like noodling, trying to kind of figure it out. And it's kind of fun at the end of the day, or maybe it's listening to a podcast or a book or something that just helps you kind of separate all the decisions that you've been trying to make all day and that you can start to think about other things. Now, when you're kind of building your space that you are going to be getting into bed and having the lights down low, think about, again, doing the opposite of what a sunrise does with all the blue light coming into our eyes. So think about having kind of orangey type, not quite reddish, but you know, like kind of those, think of the colors of a sunset. Think of how all those colors of a sunset and how that those colors can help our brains go, okay, this is the end of the day. This is time for me to sleep and have some like hot tea or a supplement to help you sleep. Um, I often take showers in the evenings and it really relaxes my whole body. Some people can do it mornings and evenings, um, but there's something about like warming up your body in the shower. And sometimes I turn off all the lights in the shower. I have just like a candle or a nightlight in there. So I can see a little bit, but it just kind of helps my brain tick over to, okay, this is nighttime mode. And like just experiencing the warmth of the water and then as you step out and you get dressed and everything, and when you slip into bed, your body starts cooling down. And in that process of cooling down, that's what our body is naturally doing as it drifts off to sleep. It actually lowers our body temperature. And so if you kind of give it this like head start in it, and also having like relaxed relaxed muscles. You can also aid that by doing some kind of bath soaks, you know, um, putting some salts in your bath or whatever to kind of help your muscles just relax more. And also doing meditations as well. Anything to kind of help relax your muscles, especially in the jaw area or the neck or your shoulders or your legs. Um, your arms and hands. Um, it depends if you're like doing a lot of heavy type of movement work all day that can feel just so good to have them feel like warm and relaxed. Or if it, you're just overly stressed, it's like, how can we sit or lay in bed and think of those muscles and see how you can just relax them as much as possible. So, and then pay attention to the lighting, pay attention to the mattress, pay attention to like what lights are also still on around your room. Try to see if you can turn off as many of those little tiny lights as possible, unless they could bring you comfort. I know sometimes, you know, I need to be able to see around in, in my surroundings and I can't have them all off, but um, I do appreciate, I just got a new Wi-Fi that it does sit in our room and we found that it has just this little setting of turning the LED off and we didn't have to put any electrical tape over it. 
So if you can do that, do that. But if you can't, see if you can turn off devices, see if a little electrical tape can work, um, or just taking those um, devices out of your room. So, and then thinking about like the state of the house that you want to leave it in, um, probably before you relax this much, but like some of us have this kind of need to have things kind of at least a little bit in order and at least a little bit set up. So when we do re-enter the kitchen dining room area first thing in the morning and we want to make coffee, we're able to or get breakfast and we're not trying to like dodge around and move a whole bunch of things just to try to do the next thing. Now I know for some people, especially if you're a morning person, doing a bunch of chores in the evening may not be your thing. So thinking about, am I doing chores within, throughout the day? Do I enjoy like just cleaning everything up in the morning? Maybe they're, maybe that's what you prefer. So making sure that it fits with like your chronological clock of like, I'm more of a morning person. So I'm just going to leave this and, you know, deal with it in the morning because I know I can get through it quicker at that point and I'll have more energy to get through it at that point. Now for me, I get a little burst of energy in the evening. I'm such a night owl between eight and 10. I get this little burst and I really try to take advantage of that and put everything away because the first thing when I get up in the morning, I am not very functional. <laughs> I am, um, I, I don't drink caffeine much anymore, but so I don't get that little like jolt in the morning of caffeine, but even if I did, I'm still not very functional for the first hour. So I really give myself, um, a lot of like little gifts of the morning of like cleared counters, dishwashers run, um, and all those things that I can do then. And so I do take some effort in the evening before to take care of that. So kind of think like, how do I want to leave things? How do I want to go to bed? How do I want to close up shop on whatever work I'm doing? How do I want these rituals to look? Is there something else that's spiritual and connecting that you can journal at night or do um, rituals at night that help you, you know, have a better night's rest? And then looking at your bedding and stuff too, it's very critical um, to see if you're getting too hot or too cold or anything like that. So if you need help with this, let me know. Um, I love working with people and trying to sort out what works best for them because everyone's different. And I think there should be support for anyone doing their rituals their own way. So contact me at katiesanders.com and I would love to hear from you. So thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time on the My Senses, My Space podcast.